Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful day in Los Angeles. Coco the dog visiting the studio today. Maybe she'll bark. Maybe she won't. Who knows? She's a, usually a pretty good dog. Plus, yeah. right now she's busy running, running in a circle after her tail immediately outside the door of the studio. Yeah. Whenever you hear Coco the dog bark, drink. <laughs> I assume people uh, listen to this while drinking. Also drink whenever you hear us talk about butt stuff. Sure. We had fun. We were just talking with our friend Kevin Allison for yeah, the Risk Podcast. Yeah, recording some uh, Pledge Drive promos. Yeah, it's the Max Fun Drive gang. Get on the boat. MaximumFun.org slash donate. But I think we realized in talking to Kevin Allison, he may be the only person in the world who enjoys goofing around about butt stuff more than we do. I, I think that's very fair. I uh, or oh, you know what? Uh, I bet there's uh, also eight year olds. Yes, <laughs> eight year olds. So... <laughs> Although the eight year olds discussions don't tend to involve around specula. Mm-hmm. Apparently, let's bring our guest in so we can sure. get into this because this is a. Sp- if any man wanted to talk about a speculum, it's our friend Chris Fairbanks at your service. St- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know you're not holding the mic. I know it's in a stand, but if you could find some way to drop the mic now, yeah. you just shove it over. Yeah. I know. I know you're not pacing around the stage, Chris Rock style. But now is the time to drop that the was mic. That kind of agar cervix is kind of my sexual chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I should have. Ah, I should have kicked something over. Yeah. Next time, well, I'm sure you'll have another doozy. That was like your equivalent of that time when there was that tribute concert to George Harrison and all the famous people were playing While My Guitar Gently Weeps and then uh, like it was like Eric Clapton and you know whoever the fuck does that yeah yeah and Prince Wyclef Jean was there I think Prince Prince came on you know wearing purple pumps just ripped a guitar solo dropped his guitar on the ground and left oh wow and you're like on the one hand Prince that was a pretty amazing fucking guitar solo you definitely had the best guitar solo of the bunch yeah on the other hand that be the right tone for <laughs> for, this. for a tribute concert to a man who died recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the most beloved figure in all of rock and roll. Yes. I guess if you're doing like a tribute to, you know, Joey Ramone or yeah. when one of those kiss assholes dies. Yeah, when Gene Simmons dies, do whatever yeah. the fuck you when want. When Gene Simmons <laughs> dies of choking on money. <laughs> yeah, you can go out there and slash him shit around. But yeah, he was the he Just was choking the, on sheer avarice. Sure. He was he said he was a gentle hippie. Uh-huh. Loved the sitar. Yeah, and you Prince don't... just comes in. It is the crazy if you watch this if you watch this while my guitar gently weeps video, Prince comes out. Everyone else is like they're all in a line. I don't remember who. It's like Eric Clapton and Bo Diddley. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah, like whoever yeah, yeah. it is, sure. right? Hey, These maybe, legends maybe of guitar. To, maybe, to, uh, maybe to make it more appealing for the kids, you throw Peter Buck in there. Yeah. Just sort of like, hey, young people. I want to say little Stevie was there. That makes um, perfect sense. So anyway, they're all standing in a line. There's like four or five guitarists. They've all been on stage the whole time. And each of them, in turn, has played a solo while everyone else plays the rhythm part of While My Guitar Gently Weeps, right? Uh, and then Prince 
just waltzes in as though it's normal for a man to have an entrance in this thing. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, you know, Prince. He ju- he jumps through a hoop like a high school football team. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he literally yeah. he's he's he runs in. He's on fire. <laughs> I think you. I think to get Prince to show up at your thing, you have to make a lot of concessions. Uh-huh. He seems like a man with just a very specific. Is that why the whole set of the George Harrison tribute was purple? Probably. <laughs> Velvet. Yeah. Velvet Whose house team. was it that he painted purple? I want to say Cedric Sabalos. Some sort of B-level NBA star hmm. had this home in Los Angeles that Prince rented. <laughs> Prince rented this house from... I'm going to go with Cedric Sabalos, whether or not that's actually who it is. At some point, Brian will correct me. <laughs> but rented this small mansion... Carlos Boozer. <laughs> I've been corrected. It was Carlos Boozer. Uh, rented a mini mansion that from Carlos Boozer. That took zero to no Googling. Painted the entire house purple, uh-huh. had wall to wall purple carpeting put in, and changed the fountains, the water in the fountains to purple. Oh, like. And this was like a six months lease. When. And he just returned it to Carlos Boozer as though he hadn't painted the yeah. entire house. I feel like purple. I'm afraid to hang a picture in my apartment. Yes. <laughs> because they might charge me for it. Prince put in purple wall to wall. Oh, that's amazing. When was it? Was this during Purple Rain or will he no, just No, this not... is only like five years ago. He just won't drop that color, huh? No, it's his thing. It's his thing. Prince, I'm sure that Prince, when Prince rents a Boozer's house, he's driving through the fucking hallway on his purple motorcycle. That guy doesn't give a shit. He doesn't even care. But he, wait, isn't he Jehovah's Witness too? He is a that Jehovah's Witness. seems wit- to clash with it everything. Does, sure. it, it, it seems immodest. It seems unbiblical to yeah, paint someone like, else's house It seems purple. like if, if, yeah, if Jehovah's Witness thinks, uh, thinks celebrating a birthday is too decadent, yeah. how do they feel mm-hmm. about changing a man's carpet? He goes door to door to talk about the word, and if they don't answer, he paints their door purple. <laughs> And, and then fucks them, <laughs> oh, then, no matter uh, who they are. As long, sensual, smooth jazz love with them, <laughs> but in the name of whatever made up jingle, Heimer Smith, God, John Jacob, I freak, I don't know anything about Jehovah's Witness. I that really, I, that sounds about right. John yeah, yeah. Jacob, Jingle, Heimer Smith. I told this story clearly. Thou's name is my name too. <laughs> Thou is the guy. There was this guy on my little league baseball team, <laughs> little league baseball team, whose name was Carlos. He was like the star of the team, and he was a Jehovah's Witness. And um, we knew that because a he wasn't allowed to play on uh, on the Sabbath. Uh-huh. I can't remember, but they, I feel like maybe they do Saturday instead of Sunday, um, but that might be Seventh-day Adventist. But he wasn't allowed to play one of the two weekend days. And the other thing is that one time I was at 16th admission in San Francisco in front of the California Savings Bank and just Carlos, the, the bad boy superstar of my you know 14 and 15-year-old baseball team walks by and he turns and says, Oh, hey, Jesse. And he's in full fucking Jehovah's Witness mode. Like his grandmother is there. Uh, his mother is there. Do they have outfits? There. Yeah, they wear suit, suits and ties. Okay. They wear specifically polyester suits gotcha. and ties. <laughs> it was it was the, it was like seeing a teacher outside of school. Oh, yeah, that's always. It was an absolutely overwhelming yeah. experience. Or like when you see a really good looking homeless person. Yeah, like Carlos yeah. was Carlos was like Isn't that weird that like ruins my yeah, day. Yeah. Carlos like, super like handsome. A like ripped. <laughs> uh, you know, super fast. 
Like occasionally we would get – it's like – I don't know if you guys ever played – I'm sure when you play Little League, right? Yeah. Sometimes even if you're on a bad team and I was generally on – my team was too. not a great team. Seven years of Hoagieville. Like even if you were on <laughs> – What's Hoagieville? Hoagieville was the local sponsor, Bob and Nick. They oh, made okay. sandwiches and we <laughs> lost every game. But every time we played, they promised we would all get hoagies and they were delicious. Yeah. So you got Seven hoagies years. every game? Uh, no, we lost every game. We never got hoagies. Oh, but our okay. pitcher, oh, only if you won would you get hoagies. Uh, but our pitcher was, his body was thirty five yes. years or twenty five years old, and he ended up playing, um, I, like basketball. I think uh, there was this girl. There was this girl who lived on my block on Tiffany Avenue in San Francisco named Leslie, and Leslie was, I swear to God, when we were fourteen, Leslie was six feet tall, and. You know, 180, 190, and just, like, fucking full-on, like, Lisa Leslie athletic. Wow. Like, she was the superstar of the league, uh-huh. but she wasn't on our team. And just, I remember one time, and I would play, like, pickup with her in the in the Bank of America parking lot. We would jump the fence and play pickup, you know, play whatever uh, strikeouts. Uh-huh. And, and... She came up to bat, and I remember everyone going like, okay, girls up, girls up, girls up, you know, like, bring it in. And I was like, nope. And she hit, like, four home runs in one oh, game against wow. us. <laughs> just a huge, some kind of Pacific Islander, just some kind of Pacific Islander, but fast, too. And just wow. a monstrous woman. Have you guys seen yet the, uh, the, and I don't even care about football or most sports. I almost have disdain for them. You know I'm a skater punk. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Grown up I know. skater punk. Well, you grow up. You were you 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 tagged you tagged the side of my uh, I, courthouse. Purple. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. And I hang out with kids and I swear a lot and I sure. spit gum. Yeah. But <laughs> you're always carrying that boom box around. Uh yeah, t- with my beats. Sure. Uh the Bo Jackson documentary uh, is amazing. Oh, oh you know, I gotta I've, watch that. I've been, I've been kinda circling that Bo Jackson it's documentary. Great. It's like animated uh, almost Daniel Clo- like Ghost Worldy yeah. style. I mean, it's st- it's not stop motion. But Wait, but do they still show stuff where Bo Jackson scores touchdowns? Because that's what the, I want to see. It's amazing, uh, but a lot of it is uh, stories of him growing up and the pictures of him, yeah, being sixteen years old and just a specimen of a human that he's like he not, never never I'm went not sure to practice. He was human. He never went to practice. Like he just wanted to play baseball, played uh, football as a pastime. And kind of became more famous yeah. for the, football. Is I the think. zenith is never like the, practiced? Is the high point of the story when he gets his own Game Boy game that <laughs> had the, both baseball you and know football? What? They they talked about that video game a bunch. You'll love it. Oh wow! Yeah, right. there's animation in it. it and, and then in the end, his pastime now is when he gets his wife's permission. He goes to the basement of their giant mansion, to the man cave, and makes. Uh, Arrows and and bows. He actually makes the bows, and he's a bow yeah. hunter. And he has this game room of animals that he is. He's wow. like a hunter, a bow hunter. He's the most interesting dude. I feel like those, those pretty well uh... spoken. I I didn't know anything about, him, but yeah, little kid. Uh, never done steroids ever. Didn't need to. He's insane. Uh, okay, I want to talk about little league baseball teams okay, for yeah, a second sure. because the other day I may have mentioned this on the show. The other day I was at. I I walked by a sporting goods store, mm-hmm. and I had this flush that because we're started, we're going to try and start a softball team. That I could buy anything in the sporting goods store that I wanted. Mm-hmm. I have any glove I wanted. I could have any cleats I wanted. I could have any 
and bat. You could buy the biggest super soaker they've got. Because <laughs> bats were, I don't know, like I feel like I, I, I played Little League Baseball, and probably you guys did too. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe not you, Chris, but, but at an inflection point in bat technology <laughs> where there, there were the kind of like 70s-style aluminum bats, mm-hmm. and then there were full-on 90s-style like carbon fiber, carbon fiber. Yeah. whatever, that was fucking crazy, my time, yeah. mega bat, insanity. Uh-huh. And so both of those existed in parallel. And it, at at Upper Noe, it's kind of uh, parallels the um, it kind of parallels the uh, the technology uh, uh, gap between the various slammers in Pogs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there's, exactly. You know, now there's I'm... just your plastic slammer, then chrome. Now yeah. I can relate. As Jordan, to right. If you could just translate Pog. everything into nerd. <laughs> yeah. Is Pogs a, ner- Pogs a nerd thing, I guess? Yeah, Pogs were yeah. pretty much a nerd. <laughs> I felt like it was like... They're I, not as much as a nerd thing as magic cards or something. Sure. But it's, it is a nerd I thing. guess what I what I saw Pogs as is it seemed like a, a, like a tough kid who would be interested in gambling was really into taking all of your Pogs. Okay. Right. So I guess I, I saw that. that uh, I guess I related as a little bit of like a bully thing. Yeah. You know, something they did to Like my dad you. and his marble tails. Yeah. Like there was yeah. full on. Marbs, playing full marbs. Full on fights to sure. get a steely. Right. Yeah. You're. <laughs> so, okay. So I want to talk about bats here. Okay. So there's these two kinds of bats. And one, the, the aluminum bat, the old timey bat, weighs, we're talking 10 ounces heavier. Mm-hmm. It hits the ball way less good. And we would play – we had – our team had two bats. The St. Mary's team had two bats, and they were both dented. <laughs> Which, when your bat is dented, that means it's broken. Right. Yeah, of course. But that's – I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's a public park team that I was playing for. And that means you know? some, some – You didn't have any kid. You didn't have any of that hoagie money behind you. Yeah, oh, we didn't man. have hoagie money. And none of the kids on the team – so, like, the sort of the expectation, I think, is these are, like, the bats – sort of, like, at the same park, they would have summer lunch program where, you know, kids who were on school lunches could go and pick get lunch because their parents were too poor to feed them. Mm. And and you would get you would get red drink, right? And, you know, the red drink – Comes in a gallon jug. You know what I'm talking about. Jugs, jugs always sticky, whether it's been opened or not. <laughs> yes, exactly. Perpetually sticky. <laughs> and so these bats were like the red drink of bats. Yes, like they were the product. Always sticky. They're like government <laughs> cheese of bats. Yes, like they're bats that are provided to children who cannot provide their own bats. And aren't raised well, and that's why they're dented. Because you know it's a kid hitting a fence yes. post. Like they're hitting the Dude, chain like fence. It's a kid hitting another kid. It's, that happened multiple it, it, times on my team. Dented from baseball playing. Dude, one time this kid Sean went ape shit and fucking clobbered full on two other kids in the oh, back. Geez. Just chemically imbalanced. Just, just like that famous baseball game from Problem Child. <laughs> and so, um, John Ritter. And so <laughs> he's, we had these. He's good in everything. We would have these bats that were aluminum, heavy, you know, thick, mm. too big for us. Sometimes they would be softball bats. If you play baseball with a softball bat, it That's really hurts your hands. That's embarrassing. Too. And uh, and just dented, like mm. literally dented. And out of the 15 kids on our team, none of them had parents who could pay the 50 bucks to buy a real bat. Right. 
right? So it was a really sad scene. Is it only 15 bucks for one of those? No, 50. Oh, 50. 50, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 50 bucks. Sure. And we would play against other teams, and it depended on what neighborhood the team was from, because this was a park league. So, you know, it depended what park you were playing. Sometimes other teams would be as fucked as we were. Yeah. But often they would have at least one or two kids on the team who had brought who had bought a nice bat or the coach had bought them a nice bat. You know, just out of his own pocket, sort of like teachers paying for pencils for their students because they you don't have the budget for it or whatever. And so they would have these bats and Every time we would be like, hey, can we use those bats too? Because only one team uses a bat at a time. <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? They're laying idle when the team is not using them. At, at the dugout. Like yeah. you could just walk there and, and bring them back to their car. Yeah. When, they're... Once, when, you're, when you're playing against another team, either you're batting or they're batting. Yeah. You're never batting at the same time. That would be a weird game. Yes. Dangerous. <laughs> Sounds like. I, 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 to me, that's how cricket is played. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what cricket These guys is. Guys just hitting things at each other, and they have dressed four, like they're for, in clockwork orange. They have sandwiches <laughs> for four days. Sandwiches yeah. with the crusts cut off. <laughs> um, and so, and so, like one in ten teams would let us use their bats, and then we were like fucking kings. Like it was the greatest thing ever. Like yeah. we're like swinging the bats around. Who would say no? Their coach. The kids and the coach, they would team up to say, no, you can't use our good bats. Are they worried you were going to swipe them? Do you think that was part of it? I, I would imagine. I mean, there was, you know, there wasn't that many swipey kids on the team. Swipey. There was one kid whose mom w- would always come to the games drunk. There was one kid with an ATM card. He was very swipey. <laughs> that's so dumb. That was dumb. You should have let's To be fair, it let's had workshop one of those, this a little bit. He had one of those transponders. He was more tappy. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know? I was going to say a kid came with a magnetic strip on his back. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that maybe doesn't work either. Anyway. Yeah. Let's take let's put a pin in that. I just I'm mad at that team. That's the that's the same team that 6 months later you have to beat them in a downhill ski race yeah. to save the mountain. Right. And when coach... you move to college, they're trying to get your frat shut down. Yeah. Can I ask you one a Little League question? Sure. When you guys played Little League, I, at some point you had to start wearing cups, right? Yes. Uh, I, I never did. The really? Catcher, catcher wore a cup, sure. But the, but if, but the fielders didn't wear a cup. Nah. I remember. I, I always, I always wore a cup. Right? I remember a part. It was up to your discretion. I yeah. remember a part of the game. Well, I, <laughs> I got hit in the nuts, uh, like when I was like six mm-hmm. by a baseball, and there was no, I had no, absolutely zero issue with wearing a cup. Right. It. I wore a soft cup. It is still More comfort. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. sure. Yeah, that's like a yeah. It's a, it's a rubber like a, a silicone. Sure. You, you wore one of those red plastic party cups. Right. <laughs> yeah. A solo cup. Solo. Yeah. <laughs> then I just brought it to the keg afterwards. <laughs> fill it up. Start the party. But yeah, this has been on my dick. One of I was the a very things, cool child. One of the things <laughs> that would happen at our games is one of the coaches would take the knob end of a bat oh, cup check. and tack, tap our dicks area Whoa. to make sure we were wearing cups. Is that when I, appropriate? Yeah, well, I, that happened I took, a lot. Uh, I, took, you, I took karate classes and the teacher would come around and give you a little kick. Did you guys have in high school a shower monitor that sometimes was an older adult but other times was a student oh. who sat there 
and took a naked roll of you whether or not you showered. <laughs> and they what? sat in a stool and watched you shower. We had a shower monitor, but it was a monitor lizard. <laughs> oh, that would whip us with his tail. We just we didn't had shower. a monitor in the front of the school that showed whatever was going on in the showers. <laughs> no, actually, it you know, I, 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 I can't remember ever showering post PE. In, I, uh, I it was in junior high it was school. traumatic for me and I didn't uh, yeah I we didn't I didn't have... shower because I didn't want some creepy sure. person looking at me I was very conscious of that I still don't want to shower if I've never been I've never showered oh maybe I have once or twice I have pretty close to never showered in a group situation right because it's uncomfortable I don't want not only do I not want other people to look at my dick right. I don't want to look at other people's dick. I don't want to look at old guys naked. Old dicks. I don't want to look at old dicks. There's like so many things that I don't want to look at. And I, uh... I don't have – I have zero of whatever that quality is that gets people in that situation and they just go, eh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, just, let's do this. Well, they, that's. Like, ha, 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 ha. I don't want anyone to see me limp. I will shower around other guys if I have time to give myself a bit of a semi. <laughs> right. Sure, uh, sure. Just, uh, no. just sit, sit around, browse down there, browse 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 But when I do go to, I was kidding about that. But when I realize when I go to Planned Parenthood and the, I know it's going to be a woman nurse, I do kind of touch my dick and make sure it's not totally turtled. <laughs> I am nervous to be in there, and it makes your wiener go in your body. Sure. So I'm like, before, I'm not kidding. This is a real. No, this I, is important. Yeah, sure. I'm just admitting. I will kind of rub little, my dick sure. and get make the blood, it get, get the blood oh, flowing. Yeah, just so it's a normal dick yeah. and not a scared dick. Because sure. I don't want her to come in here and go, You're not well, having a full yeah, sesh. There's nothing wrong with you except, holy you wow, have a you have a tiny wank. Yeah. So I... I'd rub it a bit. Ah, uh, that I know. I feel like I. I wish I hadn't even told that. No, that's no, no, really was, good. I'm really glad that no, you. No, I go that. to a doctor and get a boner. What kind of a lunatic? Not am I? a boner, <laughs> a semi. Yeah, it's a semi, or not even a semi. You just withdraw. You allow it to unfurl itself. Quarter mass. Quarter what? Twenty five percent. Yeah, that's reasonable. <laughs> Is that your that's final very offer? Very yes, reasonable. Yes. yes. Star Lord. <laughs> we'll be yes. back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Chris Fairbanks, current guest. Guess what it is? The Max Fun Drive, friends. Hashtag it. Max Fun Drive. Sure. Let's do this. The funnest time of year. Did you know that we're giving away, to the person who makes the best uh, Max Fun Drive-related tweet, we are giving away a trip to Los Angeles to visit Max Fun <gasps> World Headquarters? That's a really oh. fun prize. I know, right? Yeah. We're going to announce it. Jordan and I are doing a show at the end of the Max Fun Drive, which is April 12th, Friday night. We're going to live stream a show from Max Fun HQ. We're going to pick our favorite tweet of the whole pledge drive. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through the ones that are tagged, hashtag MaxFunDrive, and we're going to give them that trip. And also, we're going to give out a whole bunch of vibrators. We have literally two cases of vibrators. Huge. Plug it in. That's These are the plug it in yeah. vibrators uh, out there on the counter in the office here. Wow. We're going to be giving away vibrators you know, like those, nobody's business. Those, those little vibrators are great, but I mean – you know, when it runs out of batteries, you got to get the precision screwdriver. Mm-hmm. You got to get one of those right. little watch batteries. And yeah. who sells those anymore? Yeah. Only dildo cobblers. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's elves that come yeah. in the night. <laughs> um, the Max Fun Drive, once a year, 
Uh, all We give away all of our shows for free, and once a year we ask you to support them by going to MaximumFun.org slash donate. There are a billion levels at which mm-hmm. you can do it. It's very, very easy. Um, and that's how we and fun too. Yeah, that's how we I pay our bills. Fun. That's how that's how I am able to write paychecks to Jordan and Brian Fernandez on the boards there. Uh, that's how I'm able to pay for the rent and keep my dog Coco in kibble. Maximumfun.org/slash/donate. <laughs> uh, tons and 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 a, a cool thing is you're not just supporting the shows, but you're getting stuff. So oh, it's like yeah. you're also buying cool stuff. Uh, for anybody who donates uh, $5 a month, you get uh, cool bonus episodes of all the Max Fun shows. Uh, we recorded a bonus episode with Eliza Skinner that I think people are really going to enjoy. She's yeah. great. I did a bonus episode once. Yeah, yeah you, you did. Totally yeah. Done you were tremendous. And in fact, they will get that one as well as the full audio of our oh, marathon from a couple years ago. I was so on that day. I remember being a better person. <laughs> there, there are literally like... I don't know. Just, uh, today you said at your cervix. <laughs> That was from yeah, the top. It's going to be tough to Kind of went downhill from there. <laughs> 10 or 12 hours of Jordan Jesse Go you get. Yeah, if, so if tons you become of bonus stuff and donor. all yeah. the other shows. Your Risks, your John Hodgman's. Friend of the family level is 10 bucks a month. You get special Max Fund branded earbuds. So that wow. if anyone, if you're, let's say you're riding the subway, you're listening to your favorite Max Fund podcast, somebody walks by. They happen to take a or gander if you're in at St. The, Louis, the L train. Sure, <laughs> take take a take a gander at this. Or if you're in St. Louis, that elevator that goes to the top of sure. the St. Louis the, Arch, the McDonald's Arch. Yes, <laughs> is that what it's called? I think the it's one, it's Arch? half of an M. That's originally yeah. why they made it. Um, uh, and somebody, <laughs> but anyone who takes a look at the center of your ear mm-hmm. will see the Max Fun rocket ship through a speculum. Know. What did you you made yeah. a little hole with your yeah through a pinhole camera? Yeah, through a pinhole. <laughs> camera or, or what Yeah, have don't you. look directly at the earbuds. No, if no. they're like an eclipse, yes. you will go blind. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about the new Diamond Friendship Circle prize. What uh, what does that get you? Uh, 20 bucks a month, you get the Intimate Sensations Pack. Wow. Is that a big plug-in dildo? <laughs> it's not a giant plug-in dildo. It is a it is a, a, a pocket personal massager. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It is a fine quality pocket personal massager. It has some attachments. I took a look at it. It's a very nice piece of equipment. It will really help you relax at the end of, an, of a long day. You know, yeah. this isn't the 50s, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> we could say clitoris. <laughs> it's also refreshing and helpful. Do you have another pocket cramp, secretary? <laughs> I'm, I'm running low on pep. <laughs> Jordan, and it's, not, it's not just for clitoris. Jam this yeah. in your energy hole. Sorry. You, can put it, you can put it anywhere you want. You sure. can put it yeah. on your taint. You can put yeah. it on your donger. Also. The balls. The back of your neck? Yeah. If I could clean it up a bit? Yeah. All, all of these hey, things. Absolutely. All of these things feel tremendous. Also, MaximumFun.org Rocket Lube. Wow. That's that's branded Wait, lube? Branded the logo lube. is on it? We oh. have our own lube now! Oh. Lube, lube, lube. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, and uh, uh, what do you call that? Blindfold. Blindfold for uh. sensory deprivation. Yeah. <laughs> so you can, you know, kick you know. back, relax. And then just let somebody go to town on you. Work out the troubles <laughs> of the day. If you don't want that, you can also get a T-shirt. Yeah, if that sounds gross to you. But you should get that. But you should get that. You should get that. You should, get you should probably. And all of these are cumulative. So if you're at the $20 month level, you get the Intimate Sensations Pack plus the uh, earbuds plus all the bonus content. You get content. everything. Hey, $35 a month, you get our uh, special MaxFun.org rocket ship. Uh, rock glasses for your for making a cocktail before somebody goes to town on you. Make yourself a nice cocktail. I love the logo. Kick back, kick back, split your legs. 
<laughs> just let them go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put in, get your little micro screwdriver, put in a nice fresh <laughs> yeah. battery. Sure. And the butt's in play. <laughs> but is absolutely. Well, look, when I've had a drink or two, the butt's in play. Sure. You got to have a little cocktail first. Yeah, these, these, are, these are really nice glasses. Yeah, we, we, have, had the, we have these already at uh-huh. the office. They are, like, really nice. Like, they I, are yeah. not. Uh, this but, is not a, a chintzy operation. The quality of the t shirt. I'm weird about my t shirts. Like, the fabric, sure. the softness mm-hmm. of the cotton, the t shirt you guys gave me. I don't know if that's on yeah. the list. I'm that, just talking about other things you That's won't the get. very t shirt that you get if you decide not to get the intimate sensation. I really back. like that t shirt. I like how it fits. I'm not afraid to dry it. No, it won't shrink. It's a super nice t shirt. We don't mess around on, on this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's almost like vintage, but it's clean. There's I am not really, some dead guy's BO in it. <laughs> I am really excited about the. <laughs> Jesse's Golden Eagle level, which is $100 mm-hmm. a month, uh, that you get to join the inner circle. That's a that offshoot that's a band. Of, uh, <laughs> no, it's not a butt. Uh, uh, the inner oh, circle. Oh, yeah, right. Is, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Maynard side project. <laughs> yeah, Maynard. Good, good job. The good inner job. circle. Yeah. Is There's some pig. Every month. <laughs> Wilbur, sorry. <laughs> Just confusion. Be Every all the all Charlotte Charlotte's Web talk aside, and Tool, Maynard and Charlotte. I'll talk of conversation of Tool and children's literature aside. Uh, you get to join the inner circle, which is. Every month, one of the Max Fun talent, we're talking about me, talking about Jordan, mm-hmm. we're talking about Cameron Esposito, sure. we're talking about an Aaron Gibson, we're talking about a Kevin Allison, will pick a piece of culture, a CD, a movie, a book, uh, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. and send it directly to your door. Pick it for you, the member of the inner circle, and send it to your door. Every month, you will get a new thing to enjoy, hand-selected by a John Hodgman, by a Ricky Carmona, you know what I mean, That's by a brother McElroy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm guessing whatever Hodgman slice is going to be Love Lovecraft related, right? Yeah, you Cthulhu gotta, will be involved. Yeah, I figure there's going to be some Cthulhu. Well, you know what? I've been to John Hodgman's house. He has more books. He, every book of lists of interesting mm. things that has ever been released is in his home because he needed them oh. for research. I guess. Sure. Um, but he will. I'm I'm guessing it might be a list of things. What would he research? I. By the way, yeah. Of all the friends, I feel like I made at the uh, Max FunCon West. Mm-hmm. John Hodgman's the one that always keeps in contact. He seems like oh, he's a good man. Yeah. He's a good man and yeah. a good friend. I really like that guy. That guy's read a lot of books. I think he's going to pick a book. I bet I'll pick a book. Yeah. It'll be a, be a really good book. Maybe have you ever read that book, The Big Con? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, it's so great. I just just reading it. It's like. It's this book that this uh, – I guess he was like a sociologist or an ethnographer or something like that, wrote in the mid-40s uh, about con man culture. Oh, cool. This was just the very end of con man culture. And it's written sort of like a novel full of con man talk. Oh, God. It is amazing. It is the greatest thing. In, okay. Anyway, maybe yeah. that's what I'll send. Maybe I'll send that. Sure. Uh, $200 a month, Jordan's Platinum Angels. Jordan, that's your operation. Yeah, you get uh, you get to go on the maxfun.org boatparty.biz cruise, the uh, the Atlantic Ocean Music and Comedy Cruise. You get a free ticket to that. Uh, I mean, not free because you're donating, but you mm-hmm. get yeah. a, yeah, you will get a, uh, you'll get a ticket to that. Uh, Plus all, sorts, all of the other stuff. Yeah, ton, all the other stuff. Uh, yeah, in case you didn't know about boatparty.biz, uh, you got your uh, John Darnielo, the Mountain Goats. Your Dan Deacons, Mark Marin, Maria Banford, all the coolest people uh, on a boat headed for the Caribbean. Yeah. So, wow. but, but here's what's important. No matter what level you can afford to donate at, I know that if you have a job, you can afford to donate at one of these levels. You can afford to pay for this great show and all the other great Max Fun shows that you love. Um, and it's really easy. 
So there's no excuses. Yeah. Maximumfund.org slash donate. Just go and do it and it, it'll dis- money disappears from your account. You never even notice. Yeah. Um, if we're doing – we're running income. a sort of office space style, Superman the movie style. Wasn't that one of the plot points in Superman the movie? Oh, those are so boring. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Something about decimal points. We're going to be – we're going to be leeching away your money. <laughs> Oh yeah, we're the, committing bank fraud. The the Superman with Richard Pryor in it. There it's was one some, of like, them. Incremental. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, or we're thinking of Office Space. Either way. <laughs> yeah, either way. <laughs> the point is, what I'm trying to say is, I don't look. I love you, whatever level you donate at, but it, donate at a level. Or I won't love you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I think we should also mention, I don't know if we, we did mention this, but the Intimate uh, Sensations Pack, uh, courtesy of ExtremeRestraints.com. Yeah, the Extreme. folks at Extreme Restraints put it together. That sounds almost ball gaggy. These guys are- uh, It is. Well, you know, it's funny you should mention that. That's what Kevin Allison just told me he just ordered from Extreme Restraints. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They love our show. So they, they called us and they said, could we put together like a package of sex stuff for That's you to great. give away in the pledge drive? We're like, uh, yes. Yeah, so this is kind of a great experiment for us in that this is, I think, going to go down in Max Fun History as the sex pledge drive. And yeah. I think if people support this, then future pledge drives might get sexier. Yeah. But if it's not a successful pledge drive, I think they'll probably get less sexy. Right. That's a really good point. I so, think – Like an overused safe word. Would you say <laughs> Would you say that our, our watchword for this is SOS, save our sexy? I think it is. Okay. Maximumfund.org slash donate. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Chris Fairbanks, guest. Always, It's fun to have Chris Fairbanks. Yeah. Here. Now, you got to bring out the big guns when you're having a pledge drive. You have to bring out the most requested guests. And that's Fairbanks. Yeah. Easy. You're looking yeah. at him right here. Most requested guest, Fairbanks. People love Fairbanks. People are out there chanting, Fairbanks, 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 Fairbanks. Uh, on, on the internet equivalent of that. Yeah. Right, right. Maybe, tight- they're, maybe they are actually auditorily chanting that, but... I, mean, I heard from care. a few people who had traveled to Fairbanks, Alaska, and were disappointed not to find you there. <laughs> Me being the mayor. They were just confused. <laughs> I'm that big. If I had this kind of – you guys were around me. If I had this kind of support every day, feeling like that, I, that makes me feel just great. We got your back, Chris. Thanks, And man. you know what? Tens of thousands of listeners to Jordan Jesse Go have your back. That's why you're beloved. And fans of great bits about owls. Oh, it's a solid bit. Doesn't always work. Take it to my grave with me. <laughs> As well, you should. It's one of the greatest things ever. I got to know. Is that on? You'll be buried on, with that bit. That's probably on your album Fairbanks, right? I don't know. If it, I think it might be post. People got to go. People got to go see Chris Fairbanks live to see this owl bit. Yeah, yeah. Suffice I it to say. It's about why owls are always wearing graduation hats. A lot of people don't. They grew up with different <laughs> scholastic readers or something, right. and they don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> they have different Tootsie Roll commercials. But I can think of many different owls growing up. Almost have. exclusively they wear those I hats. I even had a little calculator that helped test your math. Or your, right. Yeah, your desk. And it had an owl with a hat on Yeah, it. yeah, it was a graduation owl. Yeah. Monocle even, I think. Yeah. That's, very, a, that's very. the kind of shit owls are up to. 
what else are they doing except finishing uh, you know, higher level education? And showing, to a certain extent, showing up other birds who haven't finished higher right, level right. education. <laughs> Just turning their beaks like up to Like those lazy pitching. seagulls. Oh, God, those, those sea chickens. Just I like trying to, to eat, hanging out trying to eat cardboard. I went to the, <laughs> uh, speaking of seagulls, I went to the, see the premiere of Birdemic 2. The other oh, night, Birdemic is a famous bad movie. Famous right? bad movie made by an insane man, kind mm-hmm. of along the lines of The Room. And this weird company gave this guy a hundred thousand dollars to make a sequel. Uh, and I was delighted that it wasn't winky or self-referential, but it was the same kind of terrible earnestness and mm-hmm. incompetence that made the first one such a delight. Uh, and somebody, you know, at the Q and A afterwards, asked him about um, asked him about. Uh, you know, if he was to make a third one, he says, "Well, I have a story for the third one worked up. It's called Birdemic Three, uh, Sea Eagle, uh-huh. Sea Eagle." Yes. And he's like, "It's based on an actual article I read about how there are there's a there's a uh, a species of eagle that lives in the sea, and that is coming out of the sea to attack people." He's like, "This is real. This is a real article I read." And it gradually came out as he was describing this that he had just misheard seagull. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but he gave this long explanation of sea eagles and how he wanted to make them the basis of his next movie. So he read an art that had maybe, to his credit, had a typo in it? I don't – yeah, that's a great question. He I don't must know have how heard, he, he must have been it. listening to NPR. Yeah. He, he is an insane person. But was this an article where they were talking about seagulls attacking people? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he thinks they attack people. I think he probably just heard... because people keep trying oh, to eat wow. clams at seaside restaurants. Yeah, yeah, right. They're, well, they're going for little the clam strips. Yeah. Love those. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, wow. yes, Birdemic Two is a delight. It's not. Uh, it's 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 hilarious. Anyway, I, I want to see it. Hundred thousand bucks. You could probably hire a couple real actors. Uh, thank God he did not. <laughs> yeah, the same. There's a couple of the terrible actors from the first one. The main actress from the first one does wink a little bit at the camera, but she's the one from the first movie who seemed the most legitimately talented that you felt kind of bad for. Uh, so I think she kind of earned her couple of winks. Gotcha. Uh, so she goofs around a little bit. And uh, anyway, and and seems to be a legitimately talented person, but no one else is. I'd take a part. If, if I was getting paid, I'd take a part in a movie like that in a fucking second. No, me too. It seems like a blast. I Why see- isn't anyone inviting the three of us <laughs> to be in their fifty thousand dollar feature film? Yeah. Why are no Why are no weird autistic millionaires who have money to burn on a movie inviting us to be a part of their movie? That's like our primary demographic, Jordan. Weird yeah. autistic millionaires. Come on, that's like our main core. It just be what we're doing now, except we're on a journey walking along train tracks talking. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And we find a body and yeah, then the, uh, we I grow guess. up a little. I just want us to be in Stand By Me again. <laughs> Dibs on Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> I feel like if I'm we be could just, kid. if we could make, fr- if we could get in with Lorenzo Lamas, mm. he's got the fucking red telephone. That all the crazy autistic millionaires pick up, yeah, and you know foreign, you know Czechoslovakian financiers, uh, they pick up the the line straight to Lorenzo Lamas's house. He's the guy, and they say, or what's the guy? What's the guy? I might have an in with R- Lorenzo because my headshot is next to his at the dry cleaners <laughs> down the street. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, I think that that sure. Can you leave a note on his headshot? Yeah, no, uh, with an arrow just pointing (laughs) uh, off of mine across the wall. Call me R.E. Autistic Millionaire. (laughs) And then your phone number. (laughs) I just feel like if you're making making a $50,000 exploitation film, Mm -hmm. we have a certain amount of fame. Sure. 
We can bring that fame. I mean, you guys are well known from Fuel TV's The Daily Habit. Mm-hmm. Very, very. Still uh, on everyone's tip of their tongues. I got, I got a little. It's bit, never been hotter. <laughs> I got a little bit of that Juan Williams notoriety from my association with NPR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the three of us could top line a picture if it was a three hander. And you know what? This doesn't even have to be. Listen, I would prefer it be an autistic millionaire. We'll right. even audition. But uh, yeah, sure. We'll go through the process. We will go through the motions. We're professionals. Sure. Only if it's pro forma. Right, yeah. exactly. I don't want to yeah. go through I don't want to go through an audition process where the other people that are being brought in are being brought in for some other reason than simply to satisfy the requirements that there be auditions for the part. Right, right. And I don't want to wait in some room with these civilians. I'm willing to put myself through preparing a classical and a contemporary monologue. <laughs> uh-huh. Six bars of a song. <laughs> yes. But I'm not willing I don't I want it to be a yeah. legitimate competition. I don't, what I'm saying is I don't want to go in there and there's John Krasinski. Right. And you know, I'm other like, Jesse Thorne types. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be in I there. I don't want to be in there and there's a Clooney in there. Sure. You know what I mean? A Marky Mark in there. Uh, yeah. I'm prepared to have chemistry reads with various bimbos. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> I will even practice kissing them. <laughs> yeah, if you, you know, have I, to. Yeah. Did you know I had a callback for Jim on The Office? Did really? you? Yeah. I didn't get it. But John Krasinski did. Yeah. My life's the same. His is way different. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nuts. Um, Yeah, but I was going to say, like, Ideally, it would be directed by an autistic millionaire. I'll I'll take a weird, winky, fucking sci-fi mega shark situation too. I'll be in <laughs> yeah, that. I want to be in that. That sounds like a fucking blast. It would be a yeah, total blast. It'd be fun to be in a sci-fi uh, regular animal gone wrong. Gone, yeah, yeah. Jordan has movie credits. This guy's been in two major Hollywood sure. motion pictures. Yeah. What's that the Bullock vehicle you were in? Yeah, all about Steve. Yeah, all about Steve on FX regularly. Really? Yeah, yeah. Guess he's still getting checks for that shit. Guess who we were? We were interviewing a very famous skateboarder who's Paul Rodriguez's senior son, P. Rod Jr. Said, "Hey Jordan, I saw you in the Sandra Bullock movie I enjoyed last night. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, famous, the people, famous movie of the world's rec- most famous, famous skateboard guy. Have, have their own Nike shoe. Recognize Jordan." <laughs> From this piece of shit film. Or, oh, man. Nah, it's terrible. Oh, that's <laughs> awful. Really but I it never is on saw it. I never it's, saw it's, it. It's, it's, I don't. It's, it's a kind of an interesting fiasco. I didn't even mean to say that. My back started to sweat a little. Okay. I, feel, I regret that it's, as much as letting everyone bad. know I'm, I get boners. The point the is <laughs> that Louis C.K. is red hot. Russell mm-hmm. Brand is sure. red hot. He's, Jordan is red hot because they're associated with the FX brand. There yeah. is no box. Yeah, <laughs> you're out of. You're so far out of the box. There is no box. The Cold War. Where's that Cold? Not War reality. Actuality. Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. That's another network. <laughs> yeah, but fair and balanced. Yeah, but yeah, we will Court take TV. We will we take report. The, you decide. <laughs> we will take the bare minimum. You know, whatever SAG will let you get away with paying people mm-hmm. yeah. to be in your weird. Yeah, SAG minimum. That's sure. what I want. I want SAG minimum. I want per I diem. And I want There's uh, a craft services. Yeah, I want cr- that's perfect. We mm-hmm. got the basic cheese and crackers. Here's mm-hmm. the role: we'll be in your fa- we will be in your feature film for the SAG minimum, plus a per diem, mm-hmm. plus craft services, and plus bimbo we- vetting, plus bimbo vetting uh, skills. And we got a top line, a three hander. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yep. And then but, it's all set. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I want to be billed equally, and I'll die in it. I'll be. I'll go ahead and let you guys know. I'll be the one that dies. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm fine with dying, too. Let's both die. Yeah, let's all die. Thelma and Luis die. Well, we all yeah. die holding hands. Oh, yeah. Maybe we strap bombs to ourselves, let the shark eat us. So in the end of the movie, we give up. Yeah. We're, we've agreed it's a shark. 
it'll probably be some sort of mega shark. Uh, Are either of you guys friends with Mark Cuban? That seems the way to go, right? Mm. Get Mark Cuban or that Russian guy that owns the Brooklyn <clears throat> Nets. Those are the two guys that I think mm. could, could just put, put us in connection with they other would, autistic millionaires. They would just say, "Go, yeah, let's do this." You know what I mean? And we could just get – we'll just get a director and a screenwriter on the phone hey, once we got the chat. Yeah, screenwriter, screenwriter, I'll work off an outline. Yeah, absolutely. Christopher Guest style. Sure. Let's shoot 60 hours and put out a 90-minute film. <laughs> uh, 70 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Let's get Fred Willard. Yeah. At the bare minimum, we got to get Fred Willard. I think this is going to be great, guys. I'm excited. It's us. Is the three of us, the bimbos, Fred Willard. Mm-hmm. Tiffin- Fred Willard. Tiffany. Tiffany. <laughs> 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 Tiffany usually involved in those? Yeah, Tiffany's usually in those. Yeah, Tiffany. I mean- Hulk Hogan's daughter. (laughs) Is Hulk Hogan's daughter in those? Hulk Hogan's daughter is in one of them, yeah. Anyone with some notoriety and a crooked boob job. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. We'll take what we can get in that department. It's not a huge check that Mark Cuban wrote us. That's why he could write it so easily. We just got to get one meeting. Yeah, we'll sell it in the room. I feel like it sells itself, though. I don't think I think we get one meeting, then we don't show up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you start shooting the movie as if that meeting went great. Well, I think we just we just stay home, wait for the check. Yeah, you know what I mean. We can send an emissary, maybe, like a singing telegram. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a, the guy goes up, he says, you know, on his little yeah, horn. It's yeah, t- yeah, yeah, it's pitch t- pipe, t- pitch. I'm here to tell you, Mister Cuban. That you'll make this film. <laughs> Thank you very Soon you will certainly be rolling in money from the film. <laughs> You're going to rhyme film a film? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm no Rogers and Hart. <laughs> Which one is it? Co- Rogers Kaufman or Hart? And, Kaufman and Hart. Rogers? Kaufman and Crane. Hart. Hart. Lorenz Hart. Is when that... it comes to lyrics, I'm no Lorenz Hart. Are you trying, that's the duo from Ishtar? I'm, I don't know. All right. Anyway. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Chris Fairbanks, today's guest. Jordan, you went to WonderCon. Mm-hmm. Which is that used to be in San Francisco, but it's not in San Francisco it anymore. It is in Anaheim now. That is, this is the like little brother of Comic Con. Right? Yeah, it's the Comic Con that's not that's the, where the focus is still comics, not right. you know trailers for movies that are going to come out and Glee. God, what a fucking nightmare Comic Con is. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, WonderCon is pretty fun. I think that it, you know it still has it still has some nightmare qualities to it, but it but most of the things are still comic book related. Okay, uh, I got to see a very nice talk from Scott Snyder, the man who is writing Batman, is doing a very good job. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's doing a great job. What do you say? I like to look at Batman's dark side. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, I'm. Yeah, that's. I'm not focusing on the '60s Adam West Batman. You yeah. know. Uh, no, he was he was very very sincere and like you know just a total you know definitely like genuflected to the fans and he's like you know at the end of issue five where Batman says we were all Gotham well I was talking about you guys and then everybody went nuts oh that's terrific oh, wow. it was great uh, and alert. I saw something uh, CC Cameron Esposito oh yeah I saw something that that really 
blew my mind that I didn't think was going to blow my mind. Cameron Esposito, we should say, past guest on this program and current host of Wham Bam Pow, the new action and sci-fi movie podcast from MaximumFun.org. I saw a sexy lady Hellboy uh, wow. that really did it for me, and I'm like, oh, there, hey, there's something I didn't know I was into. <laughs> sexy lady Hellboy. And if someone said, like if I said to you out loud, sexy lady Hellboy, you'd probably I'm go, s- eh. I'm trying to figure out even what that is. Okay, so I'm going to describe sure. Hellboy as I remember watching the movie Hellboy. I did mm-hmm. not see the movie Hellboy 2. Hellboy 2 is a very good movie. Oh, is it? Hellboy Should 2? I watch that? Oh, totally. Hellboy 2 is great. Oh, I've I heard really, you say I enjoyed that before. It. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big proponent of Hellboy 2. I really enjoyed Hellboy. Hellboy 2 is way better. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I like Hellboy. Well, great. He's got big, thick, severed horns. Yeah. Okay, so it's Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman <laughs> yeah. as a, a woman. A big bull of a man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, he's red. Yeah. He's got kind of a blocky square body, like sort of like the thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like like he was made out of rocks a little sure. bit. A brow ridge that looked like it involved getting stung by bees. <laughs> and then he's got big, giant bull horns mm-hmm. on top of his head, but they're sawed off and filed down. And he's always smoking a cigar. Sexy lady Hellboy was smoking a big fake cigar. Wow. And uh, he's basically the the least... Sexually attractive mm. to me thing that could exist I in the world. I think I know what's going on here. Jordan, did this human just simply have large boobs? I mean, I yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, know I don't want to say that George. was all. Does Jordan Hellboy wear a shirt? Hypnotized. Uh, by Hellboy boobs. does not wear a shirt. Uh, he wears sexy, like a duster. What about sexy lady Hellboy? Sexy lady, boy, hell, hell, lady Hellboy was wearing a duster. And then, but also had on kind of a little like a bustier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know what hypnotized you. Yeah, but I don't know. I thought the whole ensemble. It could have been just the boobs. Very I'll give, I'll give it to you. I could have been. You, <laughs> you know what they say? Sometimes a cigar is not just a cigar. Sure, yeah. Freud said that. Yeah, about sexy lady Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, and I think it was in Clinton's. Was defense. did Freud make it out to WonderCon this year? Yeah, I mean he he's he's great. So you know good what? with the fans. <laughs> you know what? Because last year I remember people were like, well. Carl Jung is here, but know, you know what I mean? Freud. And you're like, there's a sort of unspoken sure. where is Sigmund. No, he's great. He'll stay <laughs> after the panel to sign stuff. Oh, he really does cool. pictures. Yeah. Does he loves does, the fans. Does you know? he will he only sign his books or will he sign other memorabilia yeah, like he'll sign bananas his... and cigars? <laughs> right. Anything that's shaped like a dick. Sure. <laughs> he'll sign a picture that could be a vase or two faces. <laughs> Or, uh, you know, the, that calendar where he's posing on Ferraris. Oh, gotcha. yeah. I had that. That is. I, I, that I think guy. we all had that we as, had as that. teenagers. I mean, I think we yeah, just Miami we just addressed what I'm not attract what I'm not attracted to. Mm-hmm. But the polar opposite of that is that Freud calendar. I mean, that is like it's hot. That is like a that is like a collection of my greatest boners. <laughs> sure, twelve right. of your greatest boners. Twelve of my greatest boners is Sigmund Freud on those fucking for that Testarossa. Mm. Come on, Ferrari Testarossa. Oh, it's beautiful, dude. Nice, <laughs> hot, hot psychiatrist, hot uh-huh. car. You know where? You know where? You know where he got those cars, right? Jose Canseco, nineteen eighty-eight. <laughs> oh wow, they're friends. Those are Jose. They're Canseco's. friends. They're unlikely friends. It's fun, really? and they're both juicing. Wow. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, Freud's ripped. Freud is Freud totally ripped. Not, but you know he didn't spend the time in the gym to get that ripped. Yeah, you know he's you know he's on the stuff, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, I'll I'll say this: R. E. Boobs. Mm-hmm. Is that is that is that Comic Con or uh, your Comic Cons are very are very boob intensive events? So you're maybe numb to the 
boobs at Not that point. Numb, but but I I took I took special notice of sexy lady Hellboys. Mm-hmm. Whole situation falls on top. So okay. I think it's there was something else at play. She mm-hmm. had nice red features. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very lovely red features. <laughs> a nice blush to her face. Yeah, I mean, it... and you know, authentic costume too. He had the file down horns, fake cigar, big gun. So also like you know, authenticity maybe does it for me. You know what I'd like to see? Hmm. Sexy David Hyde Pierce fish. Uh, oh yeah, that's what I'd like to see. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm into. Speaking of sexy psychiatrists, <laughs> <laughs> um, I also did. Uh, speaking of speaking of nerd stuff, I uh, I did something kind of nerdy here in L.A. Recently, I went to the Harry Potter store. Did you guys know that this exists? I did not know. Why that. did you do that? Uh, I was walking by it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I've never been in this Harry Potter store before. Where it's is called... it? Universal Studios? No. Here's the thing. It's like it's like Mid-Wilshire. What? Yeah, I know. It's called Whimsic Alley. It's Now, we should clarify. Mid-Wilshire and otherwise, on, it is not uh, your Disney Avenue or whatever no, it's, it's called. No, there's your... a lot of like entertainment offices there. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not even like an area... It's not even like an area where you would have a sword that on, a, a store that only sells swords. Yeah, which is where you would expect to find. It's the Harry office store. buildings and delis, right? Yes, totally, and yeah, and delis that are closed on weekends because the only customers yeah. are people who work Weird. at those office buildings. But yes, there's a, and I guess it's not an explicitly a Harry Potter store because it doesn't seem to be licensed, but. They basically only sell Harry Potter shit. It's a pretty wow. complex licensing process at this point. You got to pass a test. Sure. Uh, you you got to catch get, the golden snitch. You got to have sure. two years of Harry Potter community college. Is the, one, <laughs> is the one employee and owner just a drunken Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> <laughs> With his dick out. Yes, yes, I, can't stop, style. I can't stop juicing myself, guys. <laughs> uh, but as I was, so I That's kind of like, talks. I was walking, I had parked kind of near it. And I was walking back from where I was going, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go in this Harry Potter store. I've never been in here before. Um, it's on the way to the car. And as I'm walking to the Harry Potter store, uh, kind of coming down the other side of the street is like a 40-year-old woman in a cape. Uh-huh. Uh, just kind of jaunting around. Did I'm like, that just do it for you too? That... <laughs> no. So he never no. sawed off horns in the cigar. <laughs> yeah, that's right. what it takes. I couldn't see your jugs. <laughs> okay, so, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, so she was coming the other way, and I just mm-hmm. kind of thought to myself, oh, I know where this one's going. Yeah. And as we got to the store, she walked right past it. <laughs> wow. I, I think it would be great if she pointed at you and laughed <laughs> like, as you oh, went Oh, really? And then Nerd. flew off into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then went in the Game of Thrones store. Yeah. Yes, yes. What do they have inside a Harry Potter store? Uh, like Harry Potter, Harry Potter books, m- books, Harry Potter like memorabilia. There's a little Doctor Who enclave <laughs> because <laughs> why wouldn't there be? Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of things that I didn't know did it for me. The one of the one of the employees. This is the best part about the Harry Potter store. Easily, one of the employees is kind of a is kind of a is kind of a tough looking lesbian in a schoolboy outfit. <laughs> that, that did it for me. Like, oh, I want to ask you about wands. Wow. <laughs> Help hey. me with the Ooh. wand. Ooh. Uh, anyway, that's great. Uh, so yeah, they have a lot of different wands. They have there's there's the kind of the most amazing money waster that I saw in a store devoted exclusively to money wasters mm-hmm. is a plaque with and it showed Harry Potter riding on his broom, and it said there's a. There's a note that says, from the broom prop written by Daniel Radcliffe in Harry Potter and the blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And it is a half a centimeter <laughs> thread from the broom in a in its own little glass case. 
Oh, and wow. this whole kind of thing is erected around the one broom, like thread. matting and all this. And yeah, arrows pointing at it. Yeah, just for a strand. Yeah, for a for like I would say an eighth of a broom. I'm imagining strand. that. This isn't even a full and I'm strand. Hating it. Yeah. Do you think that people it, who think it. they have magic powers and spells, mm-hmm. who go to the magic store, not the magic store where you buy magic tricks, the magic right. store where you buy crystals, mm-hmm. do you think those people ever go to the Harry Potter store to pick up a wand just in case that helps? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. I mean, there was like Do you a, think yeah. there's overlap between like the cape for... Real li- when I say real life magic, understand that I I <laughs> don't believe in magic. I don't believe in magic. Uh-huh. But the people who sincerely believe in magic, what's the overlap between people who sincerely believe in magic and people who are you know what I if mean? If I was to guess, yeah, not knowing much about either of these communities, I would think that a real magic person, a you know, fifty year old woman with a gray braid down to her butt. And a, t- a necklace made of human teeth. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> a weird murderer. <laughs> uh, if, if this real magic lady, I bet they regard the Harry Potter store like a foodie regards a shakies. But hold on. <laughs> Don't you think yeah. that the dorkiest 27-year-old, 29-year-old woman who wears purple velvet clothing mm-hmm. in Orlando mm-hmm. by Prince. is into both. <laughs> Don't you think that is the person she's really into Harry Potter and she I think thinks maybe into, magic's real? I think they're into both. I think that the people that buy a kit and learn how to do a trick for performance at a uh, noontime uh, Magic Castle <laughs> show as right. a working, they also believe they are a real magician. They're the, talented and they went to the, the sleight of hand guys also think maybe they could levitate something. Not anyone's born with this. I was born with it. I right. was born with a special skill. But I'll do these tricks. Yeah. You know, I guess I guess it's the I guess I think of um Martin Starr's character from Party Down being a nerd who who only likes hard sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I kind of regard I kind of think just you bringing up this dilemma, I think that that exists in the magic shit community mm-hmm. and that there is someone... No, I, I'm not denying that it sure. exists. The, the, I'm not saying sure. that there are not definitely people who have all of Starhawk's books <laughs> and they make a magic circle at home every night with the with this five-pointed star in mm-hmm. it and they curse their job at the DMV. <laughs> But what I'm saying is I think I think there are people who are both who just who want to wand around just in case. And I think they are younger. Mm-hmm. I think they're in their mid 20s mm-hmm. uh to late 20s. Sure. Ideal. Too old to be fair, too old to like Harry Potter as much as mm-hmm. they do, but not so old that they're the parents of someone that likes Harry Potter. Sure. And they wear a lot of velvet. Mhm. They shop from the Pyramid Collection catalog, <laughs> and they think, like, maybe they're only 25% of the way down the road. They're not already a priestess, mm-hmm. but they're, they've been going to some meetings. Some magic meetings. Some magic meetings, and they do bring their wand from the Harry Potter store, but they don't necessarily bring it out because they're not sure what the other people there will think of it. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I think yeah. that person exists. 
I also I think that the, someone. What is the wand supposed to do for a spell cast? I also think that the wand is currently right at this very moment somewhere in America. Someone is using a Harry Potter branded wand to do dowsing. Someone is looking oh, for looking for water, water. Yeah, <laughs> with the Harry <laughs> Potter, Harry Potter yeah, wand. Sure. Well, the yeah. In fact, suggestion to the Harry Potter people: Harry Potter dowsing rod. That's yeah, sure. You got to have the forked end, if I'm not mistaken. It's not. It wouldn't make that exciting of a scene in the movie, but <laughs> right. Well, you know, and there's there's that epidemic of well, Harry Potter fans dying in the desert. Yeah, that's it's true because they get dehydrated. They and can't a find lot an of, underground spring. A yeah. lot of Harry, a lot of Harry Potter farmers or Harry farmers have been having a hard time digging their wells. Mm-hmm. Lately, mm-hmm. and so their their livestock is thirsty. There yeah. are there are Harry Potter themed farms. Is that what? You, that's yeah, what, absolutely. The they reason. grow fart beans or whatever it is that's in. <laughs> I think yeah, like but I think well, I think that's probably the Potter. next. That's probably the next <laughs> level. <laughs> that's the next level of you know replicas of of fan replicas is having something that is in some way functional. Right. You know, having like you know, a Daniel Radcliffe robot that you can fuck. Sure, sure. Oh, I was gonna say a wand that goes up the butt. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it doesn't have too many like jagged edges. It's maybe yeah. smoother. Yeah. Why I, aren't we note to Russian oligarch that owns the Brooklyn Nets? Buy us Potter mm-hmm. and make us a movie. We'll make a Harry Potter spinoff movie if we have to. Yeah. Now, granted, it's it going to be a Harry Potter. You can just call it Magic Sp- School or something. It's going to be mm-hmm. called. It's going to be called like Billy Potter versus the Monitor Lizard, because mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to shoot. Because we we can't yeah. afford the effects. We're just going to shoot practical stuff of a Monitor Lizard yeah. and <laughs> right. make it against small versions of buildings. We're going right. to use the forced perspective. Yeah, exactly. Like Bilbo Baggins. Mm-hmm. We do have access to a monitor lizard. That's we, part of the package. Sure, yeah. We will provide that. We will provide a lizard. I think we, we should... got a lizard buddy, so we're not sweating it. Yeah, come on. Well, I was going to say, we should. I mean, if we can't, can't find one, let's just hang around that Harry Potter store mid-Wilshire. <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple reptile enthusiasts going yeah, in there. We'll, we'll yeah. snatch one off someone's, some nerd's shoulder. <laughs> All right. Just kick him in the balls. Yeah. We Wedgie we got this shit made. I think so too. I think we have two good business ventures. I mean, if the Max Fun Drive just fucking crashes and burns, I mean, I think we we're gonna move yeah. on to uh, Sci-Fi Channel originals, starring yep. in them and also producing them. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and midnight movie classics. Yeah, and and the Harry Potter and fr- Harry Potter Harry Harry merchandise. You can put up your butt. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be back in just a back. second. I'm <laughs> Jordan Jesse. Go. Love, love, love. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Chris Fairbanks, today's guest. Chris, uh-huh. I love having you here. It's, oh, it's always really fun to have thanks. you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, guy. I've been uh, kind of lonely. Like, I, haven't, I haven't left the place much, and uh, it feels nice to be received by you guys. Well, if you ever want a place, a place to hang out, you can always come hang out in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's just not in my area. I, I live in Marina Del Rey. A little I, bit of I, a hall. I, I, I abbreviate. I abbreviate by not finishing that sentence. <laughs> I appreciate the extension, but I, I, I do live far away. We got a caffeine-free regular Dr. Pepper if you need one. I will be here tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> done and done. Nine to five. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Max Fun Drive time. The funnest time of year. 
I would say that it's probably the number one funnest time. It's top three. Oh, Christmas is bullshit. Mm, You celebrated Christmas lately? Fuck that. Boring. Snooze. Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Ugh. Passover. Snore. Mm-hmm. What's the one where you don't – that uh, they do in Islam where you don't eat for a month? Ramadan. Yeesh. Screw all of these major religious festivals that are probably sacred to, sacred most, people. to most of our listeners. I'm, one of those is – Guys, I just woke up. What put me to sleep? Was it, it was just mentioning all those? <laughs> Look, here's the deal. <laughs> MaximumFun.org and all of our shows are supported by you, our listeners. And so once a year for two episodes, a total of 12 days, we ask you to give us some money. Um, And it's very easy to do, very fun to do. Hundreds, thousands, nay, thousands of you do. And um, we really appreciate everyone that does. And uh, we've got maybe, uh, as you heard in the last segment, we have maybe the best batch of pledge gifts we've ever had. So uh, for your donation, you're supporting our shows, but you're also getting some very, very cool stuff. Here's the other thing about it. You get all of that stuff. And that is great. And you support us, and that is great. What is really special is every time you listen to the show for the rest of the year, Mm -hmm. you will think to yourself, hey, I'll make that happen. Like, I'm part of that. Yeah. Look, America, if you can get up off $4 million to make a Veronica Mars movie. Sure. (laughs) You can support MaximumFun.org and you all You can give millions of make. dollars to some millionaires. <laughs> yes. Exactly. You can make to sure Warner that- Warner Brothers. Specifically, give millions of dollars to uh, Warner Brothers. Well, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. is like Jesse and I are doing this because uh, because of you guys, because there's fans who love it and support it. I mean, you know, we're a, we're a heritage act at this point. If we were a rock band, <laughs> would, would be R.E.M. <laughs> yes, sure. Speaking of Peter Buck, who I said be, earlier in the show. To be fair, we'd be R.E.O. Speedwagon. <laughs> sure, R.E.M. Speedwagon. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the world's worst mashup band. Uh, that would... I've, I'm excited about those mashups. <laughs> I want them to happen. So, yeah, it's like we are, you know, I, I, you know, comedians start podcasts for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, as, as we've seen, people have gotten TV shows off their podcasts. But, I mean, we're basically doing this for... For you guys. We make a show because we want to make a great show. I mean, we're sure. not, this isn't a pathway to anything. We're not trying to sell tickets to something else. We're not trying to sell sponsorships. We want to make a great show that means something to you. And, you know, I hear all, all the time, you know, I get I get emails and, and tweets about what the show means to you. And, you know, that's why we do it. And we really appreciate it. And it's your donations that allow us to do it. You yeah. know, it's your donations that pay for the rent and pay for our producer's salary, pay for our salaries, um, you know, pay for us to pay for pay our for, salary, <laughs> pay for <laughs> our ads on a log. <laughs> all, all of that stuff is is really directly paid for by you. So if you want to help us and be a part of it, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. And the time to do it is not tomorrow, not next week, not in a couple of weeks, but now. And as we've mentioned, unemployed you get the unemployed exemption. Sure. Have a job, maximumfund.org slash donate. Let's do this. Yeah. 
You can afford if, it. If you, even if you do steady freelance or consignment work. Pull <laughs> <laughs> it over. Consignment work, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like if you're, if you're, if you're an antique stealer or... You know, just one time. Like you're a mural painter. You're somebody that makes deals. Yeah, yeah. If you're working on consignment, you're probably making deals, right? You're, I guess maybe you, I you mean... You got a couple of loads I guess of... I meant commission. <laughs> but consi- yeah, consignment too. Yeah, well, if you're consigning, like let's just say that you... You're, you've, you found some artworks. You're going to consign those to Christie's, okay, right? Christie's now Auction I, Now I know what the word means. <laughs> Christie's, <laughs> Christie's is going to sell them. Yeah. You're making decent money. You could afford 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. Sure, you yeah. have some dry spells. <laughs> sure, absolutely. Five bucks a month. Come on. But hey, feast or famine. Yeah. That doesn't really no. convince no, anyone. No. That's not convincing anyone. Fight or flight? Fight or flight. Right. That's Now's right. the time to fly. Donate now. Fight or, or flight. We... Fly now. Fly, fly toward that URL. <laughs> <laughs> like a lady on Wilshire with a cape. <laughs> Seriously. What other donation-supported enterprise will give you a vibrator? How about the, Let's just put it. Simple as that. Yeah. End of the day, what other hey, donation-supported enterprise gives you a fucking vibrator? Our, our, our uh, I was going to say Kristen Wiig. What's the name of the Veronica Mars lady? Uh, Kristen Bell. It's Kristen Bell and Rob Thomas sending you vibrators? No. No, they're not. They don't care about you. They're millionaires. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're millionaires. millionaires who can get meetings. Why'd, yeah. you, why'd you bring up the guy from Matchbox 20? Because he's Matchbox. directing the Veronica Mars movie, and I think it's a different guy, but I'm not sure. Well, Maybe the, it's the same guy. Your who point knows? is made. Granted, I have met the one who who made Veronica Mars. He was a guest on one of my shows when Veronica Mars was still on television, and he was getting ready to make Party Down. Was Santana with him? Santana was not with him, and he was less handsome and slightly heavier than the Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20 that I had seen in photographs. However, that's not proof. No, uh-uh. I have not seen them together. And if it is at all possible, I'd like us to continue with this podcast with this exact cadence. Okay. <laughs> MaximumFun.org slash donate. Thank you for listening. You have no reason not to do it. MaximumFun.org slash donate. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Chris Fairbanks, today's guest. Chris did a nifty move with his headphones just now that I wish you could have seen at home. Smooth. Seamless. Smooth as Rob Thomas and Santana. Uh, give Remember? me a heart, make it real, or just forget about it. Remember how big a hit that Carlos Santana album was? We could turn on, we could sift through the stations right now. It's playing somewhere. Carlos, now, number one, I will just say, I like Carlos Santana. You like his hats, his Panama hats? I like the fact that his kid went to my high school. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, not a lot. How, how many multi-bajillionaires... Send their kid to a public high school well, in San a, Francisco. You have a link to him, like I said, like I said before, I do with Lorenzo Lamas. So. Yeah, <laughs> like the, your, the dry cleaning thing. Yeah, yeah, my headshot's next to his. However, that having been said, 30 years after he was famous, mm-hmm. Carlos Santana had an album that was as big a hit as anything ever. Yeah, I think it just came along at that at that exact right time were like super 
pussy rock right. was just all the rage. It was, a, and I'm sorry to use pussy in that derogatory sense, but I think here it's warranted. It, Balls rock. Balls it was rock. Exact, an exact point where Scrope there was rock. a void in the need for shit. Y- yeah, I think I think just that stuff, that stuff that sounded like that was so popular, and just that one song came along, and I think he picked all of the. You know, his guests were all the yeah, shittiest the, the musicians guy, of the time. The singer from House of Pain. Yeah. Did you know that the song that CeeLo is on, on that album, which CeeLo co-wrote, mm-hmm. was the thing that convinced CeeLo to become terrible? I I wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, I yeah, that sounds right to I me. just read. I did not know that, but I, it sounds right. Well, Big Boy is one of the pledge guests on Bullseye. Mm-hmm. And in preparing for my interview with Big Boy from Outcast, I uh-huh. read an oral history of the Dungeon family uh-huh. in which Big Boy talked about uh, the Goody Mobs, I mean, in which uh, CeeLo talked about the Goody Mobs' terrible, terrible album, World Party. They're like famously awful third album after two classic albums. And CeeLo was just straight up hip hop. He was a rapper. He, he wasn't was a rapper. singing. Really. He's saying he a little bit. A little... He would sing a hook from time to time, but he wasn't that. singing right, right. as badly okay, as he I is don't, now. I'm not that familiar with He him. wasn't singing songs that were not in his range as <laughs> yeah, he does yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and he, he got invited to co write and sing on that carlos santana album just out of the blue it made him so much money that he bought a mansion from the money he made from being on a song (laughs) on that album yeah that's just like what a relic of the old music industry too when you just had a song and then were a millionaire and he and that convinced him that rather than try and make a good goody mob album or Mm -hmm. be a good rapper which he was a great rapper uh he would commit himself in the future to being one of the worst, most annoying figures in all of popular music. That's amazing to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that sure. I'm sure that crazy helped too. But I'm yeah. just saying yeah, that was a big hit. Yeah, the thing I that made that him want to make. I remember liking that song. Sorry. I, I did not. I, 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 I yeah. just did. I yeah. just. I, it's fine. It's fine. I understand. I just enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, that catchy. I think I get a big. I think. <laughs> I know we're I like this is the call. So yeah, I, I met those dudes. I, God, I think we brought in the bonus episode. I think we bring up this same phenomenon uh, with Eliza Skinner, R.E. Sugar Ray, uh-huh. like when they stopped wanting to be a hard rock band, yeah, yeah. and just wanted to start being. I bet you get sick of being like a credible struggling guy. Oh yeah, I bet I, that gets I'm lame. sick of it. <laughs> sure, I'm super sick of it. That's why I want people to go to maximumfund.org/donate or get Carlos Santana over here. I'm done with this. I want to have a show that's a big hit. Where I can be like, I can have ennui. I want to have ennui. Mm. I want my big problem to be, I want my big problem to be, I have a lot of listeners and uh, or fans or whatever. And so then my issue is everyone's always trying to take my money. Everybody wants to like manage my career, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Instead of what I'm at now, which is I just keep pounding a stone and hoping blood will come out. <laughs> But thankfully, the good news is there's people out there. We yeah, got people. Sure. We got people. Look, we're not Mark Marin. We don't have to sell out. We're not I just added myself to it. Yeah. We're not Chris Fairbanks. We yeah. don't have that Chris Fairbanks level success. I, d- I was struggling horribly in, at this club in uh, Indianapolis, Crackers. <laughs> and uh, it's a weird city. Uh, I, it's like a weird collection of really East Coasty, grumpy people and then Southern. NASCAR mustached rednecks hats that reference farting. 
<laughs> and I, David Letterman. And then, yeah. and then half the room is just black folks that aren't sitting with anyone else. It was just a, we- <laughs> and so I wasn't hitting with the audience at all. And I, I was having rough show. They'd laugh at certain things. They even like the owl joke. They like the owl joke. Okay. But my last night there, I'm like, I know how to entertain people. I know I'll just do this for fun. And I wore. My old timey sweater that I wear to Max FunCon that it's my favorite sweater. It's but it looks like kind of uh rustic. And I did my whole act in the southern accent, just subtly. <laughs> but I just did I just talk like this the whole time, but I never gave up and I just did my own You jokes. did your own material, but yeah, you did a sort did of a B minus sort of foghorn leghorn type accent. All I did is have that accent. I didn't adjust my timing right and I, I killed. <laughs> and so I and that's what happened to Larry Cable. Larry the yeah, Cable. Yeah, that's exactly the guy, career Dan story Whitney, of Larry the Cable like, guy. And I, it worked. Sh- he was a C minus Jerry Seinfeld, and then he started doing a stupid voice. And I wouldn't be enough like him that people would even make that. I don't think right. anyone would go, "Hey, he's ripping off Larry." No one will ever say that. Right. Hey, you're ripping off Larry the Cable. I could do that. I know if I did that, if I pitched myself and I made tapes and I sent them out just to clubs. Change my name, whatever. I I would have a career, a decent career. What do you no think time. would be a good name? Uh, Real uh, Cream Jones. Barton Asshole. Yeah, Jarvis P. Married uh, Funhouse. <laughs> Jarvis, Jarvis P. Funhouse. Married a Funhouse. Jarvis P. Funhouse. Is he the guy that kind of stutters and yodels while talking? Can you change your name to Porky? My name is Jarvis P. Yodeling Funhouse. Porky Yodels is what I think. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, Porky Pig. <laughs> Porky Yodels. I thought you meant. Uh, in addition to that, I should get comedically fat. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hurt. Couldn't, Couldn't hurt. hurt. Couldn't hurt. Not a not not a bad idea. I yep. think it would help you. Well, I'm just saying there are there are things that you can do, but don't do them. That's okay. Gonna... So we should, if yeah. people don't go to maximumfund.org/slash/donate, we should try it. Yeah. If you don't donate, we are going to do the yodelinist uh, down by the holler. A variety. Just, just, what's the region equivalent of racist? (laughs) That's what we'll do. Yeah, Yeah. we'll, on a hee-haw level. Yeah. We're going to be, Jordan's going to be plucking the old banjo. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be telling grandmama jokes. And I will take care of the racism. (laughs) Okay, when something momentous happens to you, our listener, Mm -hmm. we ask that you call us at 206-984-4FUN. Put it in your phone, dummy. 206 984 for fun or email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. We got a couple calls this week. Let's run out the first one. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Zeno calling with a momentous occasion. Uh, after 18 years of being fat, uh, I've just finished my first salad. It was a chicken kebab salad that I uh, got after the guy at the deli told me that they hadn't turned on the uh, uh, fried chicken machine yet. I was going to get wings, but I guess not now. Uh, and the, the salad was good. Tasted like vegetables. It was weird. <laughs> Usually don't have things that healthy. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, thanks for that. 2013 Immortal Power. All right. That's going to really hurt your comedy career, dude. This yeah. is one of the most amazing calls we've ever gotten as far yeah, as I'm concerned. First salad. His first Very... salad. And I, I thought he it. was going to say he lost weight. Yeah, he got a yeah. Right, he said after 15 years of, or... of being fat, I lost some weight, and now I'm 
He ate his did first you, salad. How old is he? How did you catch his age? In the, I didn't. He didn't, didn't say, but I'm going to say he's 24. Yeah, sounds wow. about right. First salad. Do you believe that? I, I guess. believe it. Yeah. Can I tell you what's a nice salad? <clears throat> you make yourself. First of all, if you're out there and you're not making your own salad dressing, come on. Yeah, get out. Don't. There's if I. Anyone in the world can make their own salad dressing. Mm-hmm. You, it's it's inexpensive to the point of almost being free. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It's the best. You can tweak it however you like. You it's, can introduce new elements if you want. You can make it different every time. Make a nice balsamic vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. Get some arugula. Do yourself a favor. Slice some smallish, flavorful tomatoes into quarters. Yeah. Shave some Parmesan. Oh. It's a very simple salad, and you're going to love it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a pretty good salad. You could throw some uh, throw some walnuts in there. I can't throw any walnuts in there, and my wife hates nuts. Oh, okay. Uh, someone could throw some walnuts in there. No, if my wife's coming over. That's <laughs> Check to make sure Teresa isn't coming over. Yeah, I just want to make sure that people out there know not to put nuts in any salad that my wife is going to eat because she does not like nuts. Yeah, she'll have to eat around. Does though. she have an allergic reaction? And she does not have an allergic reaction. She, she just hates nuts. Hmm. So her reaction will simply be, I do not care for these she nuts. She will eat peanuts in a pinch. Uh-huh. Like if there's some situation where it would be... If it's a saw be... situation. <laughs> yeah. She is in some sort of head harness. Yeah. I mean, if it would be rude to not eat peanuts, she yeah. will eat peanuts. Mm-hmm. And... But that's about it. Hates walnuts. Oh, walnuts mm. are her worst enemy. She Hates walnuts. Wow, I enjoy yeah. nuts thoroughly. This will probably be it's one fun of, to snack on. This will probably be an episode of her in business podcast, One Bad Mother, at some point. Hmm? And n- hating, nuts. hating nuts and how it relates to motherhood. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty good. Okay, next yeah. next call. That's a nice salad, though. If you want to make a dressing, this is what you do: you put about two thirds olive oil, one third balsamic vinegar. Then you add a little bit of something so that it – what's that called? Not coagulates. What's the thing where it um, uh, stops being separate? Yeah, yes. I know what you mean. Yes. Oh, uh, you got to add something else to make it do that. So I would, I would recommend a little bit of maybe dried mustard or even just regular deli mustard. Um, you add a little salt, a little sugar. Give that shit a shake. And how about this? For If you want to go balls to the wall – Crush a fucking clove of garlic. Put that in there. Get that or ch- mince some shallots and put those in there. That fat kid that eats fried chicken, his mouth is watering right now. That guy is like, this is going to be the best. And also, I didn't even know this. Arugula actually tastes pretty good. And it's yeah, fun it's to good. go, arugula. It's even more fun <laughs> right. if you're English because it's called in England it's called rocket. Rocket? Hmm. Rocket. A rocket salad. After the Herbie Hancock song, I can only assume. <laughs> I like to throw a pear in a salad. Oh, Cut that does sound nice. Oh, Cut up yeah. a pear and put that in there? Yeah. Sweet. Daiju pear? Oh, a daiju pear. Yeah. It's a nice pear to put in a salad. Daiju pear? It goes nice with the vi- vinaigrette. Oh. It does go nice. I can see that. Put or, a pear in there. Or you could yell that out if you're a murderer who likes to kill... You're a Nazi murderer who likes to kill twins. <laughs> I do pair. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I should leave. Hey, remember at your cervix? That was a fun time. <laughs> that was oh, really man. good. I don't know. That was Try and do the same thing with that you pair. We had fun with that. Let's take our next call. Jordan and Jesse, I just turned off the lights in my bedroom, opened my window in snow-covered 
Massachusetts and peed, and it felt awesome. Bye. You got to get a nice cross breeze if you're going to pee in your bed. Peed out the window? Yeah. He w- out the window, right? Well, he didn't say out the window. He said he opened, opened his the window. window and peed. The yeah. only reason I think he would... peed down his leg. Can you open? Yeah. You can- I mean, I guess I'm. I guess you could open your window from your bed, depending on the place. Well, the thing the bed. is, the whole place is going to stink like pee if you don't open the window. You should probably pee into the snow. I bet that's what he wanted to do. And if he was, he was writing his name. Sure. You think he was writing his name from you the window? It. When I was a kid, my my best friend Ross had a personalized license plate. Yellow snow. Mm. <laughs> Ross sounds like a lot of fun. He's a fun guy. He seems really He's fun. He's a fun guy, yeah. yeah. sounds like a blast. He's almost in the Olympics for snowboarding. Oh, wow. I think he had a light. He had, a, snow, light, peeing. He had a snow peeing, Chris. Did I say boarding again? Yeah. Snow peeing was almost in the Olympics. For, like, he's yeah. in the cursive I mean, category. he was going to take it all the way, but then he found out that event doesn't exist. He was the only guy, and now everyone does it, all the new guys, but he's the only guy that used to punctuate everything with a period. Do you know how hard oh. it is to hold your stream and then and have then a short shoot burst it out. at the end? Yeah. And he was done. That was the last of his urine. Like, he's like, oh. He knew I, how to ration his urine. Yeah. God, for the, such good urethral like, control yeah, on that guy. Yeah. I would love to watch uh, like a personal interest behind the scenes story about the training center where 25 American Olympic athletes Russia, are different. standing no, – just Americans. Mm-hmm. They're standing in a sort of phalanx and they have a look of consternation going onto and off of their face. As they just do kegels. Because that's the only exercise you <laughs> yeah. do for that. Urethral flexing. Drinking water, water mm. drinking, to mm. try and make your belly bigger. And then kegels. Absolutely. Stop the stream. No like, other working out. Do you think Do you think there's like a Russian, like a bearish Russian man going, Begin stream! Stop! Begin! Stop! Begin! And, and then he just hits someone. Yeah. Sentences in Spanish. Do upside down question mark at beginning. <laughs> I want to see your enyes. So is, it, is there a thing like, it, it just seems like Cyrillic, this in please. The... You say P, I say what font. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan and Jesse. This is Dave Armstrong calling uh, you from the Hollywoodland suite at the beautiful Lowe's Hollywood Hotel uh, in the midst of our diabetic foot conference meeting, or as it might be known, DEFCON. Listen, you guys, I think uh, you've got uh, a groupie on your hands in me. I, I couldn't stop laughing uh, at that session. And in fact, there's a little pathology because I was laughing so hard at that session that I believe I ruptured one of my redundant organs. It's not what you think. It was a kidney. And now I've got one of my buddies, thank God, here he's oh, a spleen joke. He's a transplant surgeon uh, from uh, Sri Lanka, you know. But don't hold that against him. But I think he's going to hook me up uh, with uh, with a replacement part, maybe either during the meeting or afterwards. Uh, but listen, you guys are terrific. Thanks a bunch. Uh, really, really uh, loved it, and uh, have at it. And hopefully, you guys uh, uh, talking about this can make a difference uh, in the unnecessary amount of amputations done every year in people with diabetes, not only here, but around the world. So there's my public service announcement. I'm going to go have my transplant now downstairs uh, uh, over uh, just uh, outside of the uh, catering area. God bless you. Bye. To be fair, he has not heard any of the episodes where I say keep it pithy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, 
And he didn't uh, he didn't hear the episode where we uh, warned people against sliding Sri Lankans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got this catalog for the Diabetic Foot Global Conference 2013, DFCon 2013, and it is a medical conference based on the study of diabetic feet. Diabetic feet. Oh, just yeah, whether or not to whether or not to amputate. Yeah. You know the classic Kevin Mitchell's dilemma. Sure. Former Giants slugger Kevin Mitchell, late in his career when he was playing semi-pro, there was some question as to whether his foot would have to be cut off. And that, is that how similar is that to gout? I think it's probably the same. It's pretty, yeah. I'm not as I'm not a scientist or a doctor. I'm not Sri Lankan, <laughs> but I can tell you that I think it's probably the same. If you were Sri, Sri Lankan, though, we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't slight you like he did. Gout no. is a painful inflammatory condition, I believe. Yeah. What's, a, I, what's a trout? That's a, f- a fish. It's an huh. outfielder Popular. for the Angels. Hmm. <laughs> John Trout. <laughs> um, I uh, uh, So this guy is the guy. Apparently, someone heard about this thing. Oh, this is what happened. One of our listeners tweeted about the sh- episode of the show. Yeah. Hashtagged it, JJ Go, as we ask people to do. And then they also hashtagged it, DFCon2013. Guessing that that was the hashtag for the conference, but not having any idea, just doing it as a joke. Uh-huh. He said, "Like, oh, I learned so much about diabetic feet from this week's Jordan Jesse uh-huh. Go." The catalog, by the way, all of the sessions have joke pun names, uh-huh. so that's what we read on the show. So this woman says, "I learned so much about diabetic feet on Twitter." Hashtag JJ Go. Hashtag DFCon twenty thirteen included a link. This guy runs DFCon twenty thirteen. Names the joke panels. He happened to see it. He said, I wonder what she means by that. Click through, listen to the episode. Uh-huh. Now we're, we're probably the most famous podcasters in the entire foot amputation community. Wow. No, you know, they love Marin. Do you know they how- They do love Marin. They I love mean, Marin. Actually, I went to dinner with given. this guy and he was like, I heard that you helped Mark Marin start yeah. his podcast. He just likes it that the, I love the, the that comedians show. are dropping the act yeah. and getting real. Yeah. And he can see the sad clown. Sure. Get a sense of the sad clown. By the way- Mark Marin's WTF Season 3, coming soon to, to public radio, as produced by Jesse Thorne and Nick White. Great. <laughs> um, but, but we're the second most famous. We're probably the second most famous after Mark. In the and foot. Chris Hardwick, third. Stuff you should know. Adam Carolla. in the foot amputation community. Grammar Girl. Yeah. So we're top, top 20. S- top 20. Don and Drew. Yeah. Um, the Podfather. I bet they barely like us. <laughs> <laughs> they sort of resent us. Yeah. For stealing their material. I think they think of us as sort of being like Carlos Mencia, hmm. which is to say, like, sure, we read it in our own style. Like, we brought our own flavor to it, mm. but we were still stealing their material. Right. right. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, we're entertainers. My right. position sure. on it <laughs> is. Whatever you got to do with it. If, <laughs> I like how I say we, like, I'm always. We, here. we sold it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They they weren't selling it. They were just had it in this fucking little pamphlet. Mm. They weren't even saying it on a podcast. No. Which is a mistake. There's no doubt that we should be hired to perform at DFCon 2014. No doubt. There's a lot of doubt. It would be a bad idea. Mm, I think it would be a great idea. You think it would be a great idea? Jesse, have you been to DFCon? Do you have any idea? The babes that show up at this thing. Seriously? I mean, Ferrari caliber babes. Ferrari These babes, babes are Testarossas, Jesse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this place is chock-a-block with Testarossa babes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> DFCon, man. It's my foot fetish. <laughs> uh, 
We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Chris Fairbanks, today's guest. I think everyone out there, they've enjoyed this program. Mm-hmm. They're going to watch us on Friday night, April 12th, MaximumFun.org, our live streaming show from Max Fun HQ, featuring Cameron Esposito from Wayne Man Pow, Biz Ellis from One Bad Mother, and... Brian Safi from Throwing Shade. You got it. How do I watch it? Just go to MaximumFun.org on Friday, April 12th. Okay, it's just live. It'll be on a, it'll be be live stream a in there. moving box that you'll, is a streaming. You'll get a, you'll get a little chat box. You can okay. get in the chat room, do some chatting. Okay. Some people have been asking me on Twitter if we are still accepting MaximumFun.org slash fiction. Yes. I'm saying yes, we are. Is there a place they Email should send it? Email it to JJGo at MaximumFun.org. Okay. We're really excited about the slash fiction community. We're going to read the slash fiction. We're Yeah, well, we're definitely going well, to. we got to read it to evaluate it. Yeah. How totally. else will we know if it's good or bad? Yeah. How else will we know if it's really publishable? <laughs> Got to read it. I mean, they say it's publishable, but and just because it's a just because it's a tradition in the world of slash fic, Kirk and Spock can be involved. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I got I got to be able to get a Lorenzo Lamas on the line and sell him on this. So mm-hmm. I got to read it first. I'm telling you, if I get Eric Estrada on the phone, he runs a major publishing imprint, by the way. Hmm. I got to know that Tiffany is going to say yes. Is that how publishing works? Basically, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> I, was, I got worried for a sec. For a second, I got worried. Oh, no, that's how the music industry works. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, I forgot. It's all Lorenzo Lamas. Yeah. <laughs> okay, look. Bottom line, we hope you've enjoyed this week's program. It's the Max Fun Drive. If you like this show, please support it. If you have a job. MaximumFun.org slash donate. It's simple. There are levels that everyone can afford. There are amazing thank you gifts. And most of all, every time you listen to one of our shows, you'll think, I'm a part of that. I'm making that happen. We're trying to do something that I think is is very different from other media enterprises. And the only way that it works is if you support us. This is something where we think that the work that we do on Jordan Jesse Go is actually important. Despite the fact that this is not something we could write a grant for, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? This is not something that is appealing to advertisers. Um, you know, Coast Dishwashing Soap <laughs> doesn't want to advertise on our show where we make vulgar jokes about the diabetic foot con. But mm-hmm. we think it is actually a really good, important, valuable thing that we're doing for the world. And I think that because you are a listener, you probably think the same. So if you think that, if you think it's worth a few bucks, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Yeah, you should. Great thank you gifts. You got, sponsored, you got sponsored by dildos. We got those free dildos. Yeah, yeah you can keep your dish soap coast. <laughs> yeah. You can't shove that up your butt. Yeah. It'll give you an infection. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And do never, never put soap in your pee hole. <laughs> ooh, <Yeah>. ooh. <laughs> to be fair, is don't that, put the dildo in your pee is hole. Is that how you used oh, to God, get out of group way. showers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it burns. <laughs> Stop doing that, you smelly kid. <laughs> Brian Fernandez on the boards our theme music Love You by the Free Design courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records we'll see you next time we'll see you online people are going to be blowing up the fucking Twitters you should be Facebook's yeah there's a free trip to Los Angeles on the line here right yeah 
Not only that, Hollywood. People who are already donors have gotten together to make a challenge donation. Every new donor that we add during the Max Fund Drive, we get more than five bucks. Hey, that's great. More than five bucks. That's enough to cover the shipping of your prizes. And I'm just glad that we're talking in this cadence again. (laughs) (laughs) Go to MaximumFun.org. Go to donate. Mm -hmm. Get up off a few bucks. Do it. a few bucks, right? Come on. We're going to make it to 1,000 donors. Uh, the, money, the money that would make a huge difference to us and this organization would, would not even cover one day of craft services on the Veronica Mars movie. Mm-hmm. Your money goes a totally long way with MaximumFun.org. To be fair, though, the rights to Jordan Jesse Go are owned by Warner Brothers. So right. whatever money, money you to send to – we will be at the we'll, – we're sort of front and center on this fundraiser. But all the money we'll sort of bury at the bottom is just going directly to Warner Brothers Pictures. Mm-hmm. So just FYI, just to get to that make out a, there. Yeah, so, so a lot of your money will be going to uh, drafts of a Justice League movie that they will never make. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Do you know Warner Brothers owns the Happy Birthday to You song? No, I, I didn't did know that. Know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's like, a fun, yeah. Can't sing it like, in came a movie on. and stuff. We don't have happy birthday money. We, we need you guys to support us. That's right. Yeah. Maximumfund.org slash donate. And to everyone who does support us, who is headed to the computer, I just want to say a really sincere thank you. Because this is, yeah. we are so happy and we love to do this show. We love to be able to do this for you. Yeah, and, it's great. And I think I think we, we, we definitely grouse a little bit uh, uh, when... <laughs> when fans correct us about which Kiss songs may or may not be Kiss songs and which are Paul Stanley solo songs. But uh, just the nice stuff that people say about us on the forum and on Twitter and when you say you like the show and when you encourage people to like the show, like, it just means so much. And, and yeah, so thanks for doing that and, and thanks for donating. It's really great. And I think this is uh, definitely definitely the, the most fun thing Jesse and I do uh, uh, in our – uh, yeah, in our in our in our careers, which involve many things. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I met Catherine O'Hara the other day, and this is even more fun than that. This is totally hmm. more fun than that. Maximumfun.org/slash/donate. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.